Al, it is time to return to the world of Love Live School Idol Festival All-Stars. Nice. It's been a while. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. If only you could see my face right now. Oh, man. What is your face doing? It was a smug. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what you were going to do. I know I you. I mean, I would. I'm not going to do that. But you are right. It has been a while since we last talked about the All Star story. Oh my god. Uh, Amazing. It, it this is why you're my best friend. Yeah, I'm right. Also, I knew you were gonna do it because we share one brain cell single shared brain cell that's that for true. where's a tiny top hat i've decided that is also for true hello welcome to this week's episode of the seasonal anime checkup ova it's a podcast where we have conversations about video games anime and manga hello i'm jared joined as always by doc allen ladium hello this is episode number 245 and we're going to talk about season two of love life school idol festival all-stars because that just finally concluded. It did. Like last night? Yesterday? Yesterday night? Something like that. Oh, yeah, time's it, it, weird. It, time time's fake. It's an illusion. Um But oh god, Maxwell, don't fall. Uh he just almost ate it. He's so um, excited. But it, it's been like a day or two anyway since it, it popped up. Yes. Uh, last time we talked about this here video game in the first season was way back in December of 2020. Wow. Which I don't remember when this started in Japan. So, because we got an accelerated version of everything kind of coming in a lot faster than normally it would because of the whole merging of the global and Japanese servers together. Yep. Where they just basically were like, we got to get things done and quick and make sure it's on time so we can do this at some point. Mm -hmm. But yes, uh, nearly 10 months ago was when season one concluded. There was an intermission in between and then season two rolled on out. And that's what we're going to talk about today. The hotly controversial season two of School Idol Festival All-Stars. Yeah, so this has been a big controversy. Mm -hmm. It's real dumb. That's the, the main gist of it. It's real dumb. It's like, why? Yeah, I mean, I, I, um, I'm on the subreddit so that I can see like what people think about the cards. And I have to wade through all of the people that are just like wait i don't like this this is bad this is bad writing and this is terrible and i hate these characters i never want to see their faces again like oh my god i mean it's not even just like exclusive to english fans like japanese fans are also like that yeah so it's it's all over the place and it's like i said it's real dumb yep it's as if these people have never seen conflict in fiction before, which, man, what? if only there was examples you could pull from in the Love Live franchise that shows conflict in fiction. What? I know, it's a, just, it's a hard thing to just comprehend. Who could have thunk it? Apparently not people. 
Not people. I mean, it's not like we've, like, even in the first Love Live, had, like, a whole conflict about the the second years and their shenanigans and, like, and a, almost... And a group splintering. Yeah. It's real stupid. I will just continue to reiterate that. It's real stupid. It really is. And I feel really bad for, um, honestly, two of the voice actresses. Because their characters, like, their quote-unquote reputations now are, like, really tainted by all these awful fans. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's it's not their fault. No. Um, And, like, honestly... It's not like they were even like bad characters or like mean to oh. anybody or anything. Like they gave reasons why everything happened. And like, is it the best writing I've ever seen? Probably not. But is it as bad? Is it as bad as everybody's saying it is? No. Like it's a bunch of high schoolers having a conflict. Yeah. That's what I mean, it is. Like, look, this is like, like we said, this is a cultural thing that doesn't just stick with one set of people Mm -hmm. but this is an ongoing thing that has been permeated throughout all of social media um you know the the whole there's the whole boyfriend dungeon thing that happened recently where one of the voice actors for a villain in that game got harassed because of what things the character did oh geez and it's like that's a very this is this is going to date myself a little bit. It's a very Tumblr mindset for people to do. Is Tumblr dating you? I mean, kind of. That that place is a... It's a ghost town now. It's a but... ghost town, yes. Um, But yeah, it, it, it really is because people need to figure out how to separate like a voice actor who is paid to do this job and like what somebody wrote a character to do. Mm-hmm. Um, And also like, Obviously, it's a little bit different with the Love Live girls. Like, voice actors in general don't really get, like, a lot of respect. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, be nice to them. And also, like, if things, if there's conflict in stories and things aren't always going perfectly, that's totally fine. That's totally the fine. way stories have been told for the, since the entirety of the, of life. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, if everything was always happy and, like, nothing ever went wrong, like, would you really have an interesting story? No. Probably not. Like, every like everybody in their life has at least something go wrong occasionally. Whether it's like, oh, God, I dropped my keys to, like, oh, God, my boyfriend's cheating on me and now my life is falling apart. Um, this, not real life examples on either thing i'm just trying to think of something um but uh, regardless like conflict is how people move forward in stories but it's also something that's relatable to people because they understand like oh hey yes i understand this this mindset this conflict i get what's going on here um it would not be a fun story and, like, I say this as somebody who, like, really likes it when girls are, like, super-duper friends and supportive and all that. It would not be a fun story if the second season was just, like, all right, cool, we're idols now. Let's just be idols. Right. The end. 
That like would the, be interesting. Like season two is bold enough because essentially it introduces the first like legitimate villain character in the Love Live series. Yeah. In a way that like none of the other series have really done before. Like there's been, you know, conflicts here and there, but no one has really achieved villainy status per se. Right. And this really kind of tries to go for that, which I applaud them for doing because I think that's a much more interesting way to go about things instead of just being like oh, we're just going to have an argument in the group and everything and do this sort of thing, which they've done before in other series. They did already in season one. Like, mm-hmm. you don't want to just rehash ideas and everything. So, like, this is a bold or n- new direction for this series to go for, and I I really think it's an interesting way to do things. But, of course, you have to have media literacy to understand that, clearly. What? Media literacy? Get that out of here. Who does that? Crumple it up and throw it in the trash. The trash. The trash. So, yeah. It's been a show. It's real stupid. Yeah. It's real stupid. And, I mean, like I said, I've been trying to wade through, like, are these cards any good? Should I do pools? And it's just, like, constant nonsense on there. I'm like, ugh. Just get over it. Stop playing if you hate it so much. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Anyways, let's dive into this year's story. Okay. I don't remember if we discussed the intermission chapters when this or when we last talked about this game. I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. But regardless, that was mostly just a a way to have people do things with you being gone. Yep. So you get to do a little mini training camp with with Muse, and it turns into a little bit of a ghost story. Mm Mm-hmm. And then Aqua it just shows up. Gremlins being gremlins. Gremlins are gremlins. Aqua shows up because they're just trading on another island separate to you. Yeah. They're like, oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> what's going on? Uh, and then basically the other half of the intermission is introducing Lanju and Mia as characters mm-hmm. that are going to show up and be prominent in season two. Correct. And you get to hear Mia say. It's different. They, they translate it differently, even though we clearly hear her say shit. Yes. I forget what they have her say. I think it's like just or something. Or something weird like that. And it's like, I I very clearly (laughs) hear her say Yes. Like her voice actress speaks English. Mm Mm-hmm. Very well. Yep. I know what she's saying. Yes. It's a really weird choice. I'm sure it has something to do with the rating, but. Yeah. I know in Japan or in the Japanese version, it it definitely just says yeah. In the in the text box, at least. I mean, the audio says it too. Yes. So, <laughs> I was I was actually interested to see if they would actually leave that in when it got brought over here, and they actually did. But then they just changed the text box, which again is strange. Yeah. But regardless, um, yeah, intermission is just a little fan servicey thing, and then introducing these characters to be characters. Yep. Per se. So we begin with chapter twenty. That's the season two premiere. Mm-hmm. And this goes all the way through to chapter 30, which is the finale that just wrapped up. So, essentially, season two begins with you coming back from her overseas doohickey. Her, her, I forgot what it was. It was like her, her, uh, like, class thing. Her music course was doing, like, a thing. Uh, an abroad thing? Yes, an abroad thing. That's the word I was looking for. 
She comes back and she sees that there's a performance going on of and Longu's doing it. She's like, "Oh, what's this?" and everything. And then basically everyone kind of fills her in on like, "Hey, there's this new school idol association that's here. Longu and Mia are in it. Kasumi's real upset about it and everything." I mean, yep. She's super mad. And then I and Karen go off and join the association because the club basically gets locked down. They're mm-hmm. unable to do live shows. They can't practice with the association being around. So they can't really do anything. So I and Karen are like, well, we have to practice and stuff. So we're just going to go join them. Yep. <laughs> and then Kasumi is very upset by that. Uh, it's also worth noting that the the association has their own room separate from the club. And it has like all this like super nice stuff in it. Like There's like place where you can have food and everything there's a practice room that's very exquisite there's a studio for mia to write music and everything it's like it's just all absorb absorb exorbitant uh is that the word you i don't know it's all very flashy and fancy yeah it is it is top top tier top notch yes so everyone in the club is just like, Ugh. Uh, everyone in the club, in the club, you and Shiriko have a conversation and Shiriko's like, Hey, Longu is not a bad person. Just don't think of her as a bad person. Cause she's also like, she's trying to aggressively recruit everyone from the club into the association and doesn't really think much of you. Mm. She's like, Oh, who's this little, little person? Who's the, the, the president? That's weird. You don't do anything. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, afterwards, Honk is like, hey, do you guys want to come to Otonokizaka to practice since you can't practice? That would be nice, right? Yay! You can practice on our roof. What? On, on the practice roof. On a, on a roof? <laughs> Who practices on a roof in a Love Live series? I know, it's very shocking. They, uh, they, they come together and also figure out, like, what if we hold these, like, live shows where people just show up for them? That way we can get around the band and everything. Uh, we can do it in a way that won't make the monitors get alerted and know where we are and everything. So we'll have to do that. So basically they start like spreading rumors like, Oh, I hear the club's doing a show here so they can get people to show up and everything. So they, they do their first set of those and everything seems to be going real well, but then the association starts doing their own live show and everyone starts leaving. Yep. And they go and watch that show. And then she's like, Hey, I'm going to leave as well. Yep. <laughs> See you later. Bye. <laughs> Controversy. In the sense of like, hey, there's conflict happening, not in the the other controversy sense here. <laughs> right. Although people did get mad at Shizuku too. Yes. Uh, chapter 21, where it begins with Kasumi being very upset by Shizuku and everything. They I mean, bas- they are like super good friends, mm-hmm. so it makes sense that she would feel like a little bit betrayed. But Yeah. She kind of is very over the top with it because it's Kasumi, but she is I mean, genuinely kind of hurt by this. She is a gremlin. Yes. But she's a hurt gremlin. Yeah. She's she's sad. She's basically just like, I'm not going to accept you joining the association. You should come back to the club. What are you mm-hmm. doing? And she's just like, no, I'm joining the association. And Rita's in the middle just like, guys, stop fighting. <laughs> Don't fight. No, no fighting. Fighting, no. <laughs> uh, that fight basically makes she's going to be like, yeah, I'm doubling down on joining now, so... Here you go. She joins Opposite up. Opposite reaction of yeah. what you want. 
Longi's like, oh my gosh, you joined, yay! And Shizuku's like, oh my gosh, these practices are hard, what is going on? <laughs> uh, the rest of the club kind of comes together and they're like, okay, well, let's, let's keep going with what we're doing, we'll figure things out. And then Longi just shows up at lunch and is like, hey, you guys want to join the association? Huh? 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 Can we poach you? Huh? Can we do that? Uh, the rest of the club, they still do their gorilla gigs, trying to get more fans and everything, keep their momentum. Shizuku's trying to figure out how to do her own performance in the association and is struggling with that. She does a performance and it's, it's good and everything. And she basically finds you and Kasumi after the show and is like, hey, how did you guys think of it? And Kasumi's like, <laughs> seems like an association show, <laughs> whatever. And they fight again. And then Kasumi just like, well, I'm going to do a performance and I'll show you what you're lacking. Take that. I'm going to show you how to be cute. Yep. So Kasumi does a, a performance as well. And this is a very Kasumi performance. But it also like shows Shizuku, hey, this is, you're missing something. And she's like, there's something very unique about watching Kasumi yes. perform. So she heads back to the association and it's just like, I got to figure out what I need to do to find that uniqueness that I'm missing. So... Bia and Lanzu basically are like, here's a new song for you to perform. You could do this, and you'll be real good. But she's still kind of upset about things, so she goes and talks to you about it to try and figure things out more so. Mm -hmm. um, she goes on to perform that song, the new one that she was given and everything. And afterwards, she's like, hey, I'm going to rejoin the club. Yep. <laughs> I like you guys a little bit better. Costume's like, I will that. reluctantly take you back, I guess. I guess I'll take you back. They've got that spunk. Yeah. They've got got that that little little glimmer of something special that she's mm -hmm. interested in. Uh, we we start chapter twenty two. Mia's missing. Rip. Or I guess. <laughs> uh, the club gets a lot of uh comments and stuff about their live shows they're getting more confident going forward have uh, confidence have confidence the association on the other hand is like oh man where is mia what's going on with her no confidence no confidence Lanju eventually finds her and she's like hey can i hear your new song and he's like yeah here you go and Lanju's like eh, this isn't good you need, you need to make something better he's like all right ah. <laughs> i guess uh the club does more shows they also take a look at some of the association shows, just like study them up and see what makes them so good. Got to study the tape. Everyone's like, oh man, these are so good. And Rena's like, hmm. They head off to an aqua show to go cheer them on because they're pals and everything. And they learn more about Mia and her, her family, which is all just a bunch of like real famous musicians. So like she has all this pressure on her to be, you know, to follow in everyone's footsteps and her family mm -hmm. and all that, especially when she's like super young. Cause mm -hmm. she's, she's younger than everyone else in, in the, in the story. Cause she's like 14. But she's like, the second year, but she's like younger. She could, she could technically be in college essentially, but she, yeah, she's here because she traveled with Lanzu. Cause Lanzu was like, Hey, you're going to be my songwriter. She's like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll join you, I guess. <laughs> Um, um, it's also worth mentioning that she calls you Baby John, and I love that. Yes. <laughs> uh, Rina goes back to Nijigasaki and ends up finding Mia, who is collapsed because she is hungry. She has not ate, and Rina gets her some food. Oh. And it's like, what? I just realized I haven't eaten. Oh my god, ow. Sorry. All right, continue. 
Al, make yourself food after this. Okay, remind me. And then, so yeah, Rena makes her some food, takes this opportunity to basically chat with her, get to know her a little bit better and everything. They become friends. Uh, the club gets a lot more positive comments about their shows and everything. And then Mia's like, I'm going to leave a bad comment about that. They are stinky. <laughs> I'm going to be a troll like the <laughs> dudes on Reddit. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, she does that and basically doesn't do what she's supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Too busy trolling. Um, Monzu, trolling. Yep. Monzu be- becomes unhappy with the association shows. She puts all the blame on Mia because she hasn't finished the song and everything. Mia's like, I'll do it. Gah. And then I'm gone again. And then everyone else in the club get, or the association gets worried again. So I runs over to the club and is like, hey, Mia's gone again. Can you help us find her? We don't know where she is. So the club agree to help I and everything. And then Rena's like, I bet I kind of know where she is because she probably is at the same place she was before. So she heads to the auditorium, finds her, and Mia's kind of just like having a breakdown, essentially. Mood. So Rena kind of sits there and talks with her and... As Mia just like vents about everything, about like all the pressure she's under and everything, and Rena's like, "All right, well, I'll help you. I'll help you out. We'll figure something out to you know get you that passion for music back that you're clearly lacking and have kind of been burnt out on." So, Rena kind of goes back to the club and comes up with this idea that they should stream their next their next show, and they're all going to do them all in like various locations, which is a very wild way to do this. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. And then she also suggests, like, hey, we should have Mia take part in this. So they do all that. I, Rena, like, helps her with a, with a song and everything. She Mia performs her new song at the very end. Everyone's like, wow, you can sing and everything. That's cool. And, and it, she's she sings, like, in English and Japanese in the song, right? Yes. Which is pretty cool. I forget what the name of the song is, but. I also do. <laughs> Hold on. Keep talking. I'll find it. Yeah, I know you can what, look it up. I know where to look. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, she performs a song. Everyone's very surprised by it, and it helps Mia kind of, like, find her passion for music again. And also, her and Rena get to be friends. They're really good friends after this, which is really cute. Yeah. I like their friendship a lot. And a lot of this, like, chapter as well kind of is, like, it's the building of Mia as a character and everything, but also gives Rena some more character development as, like, someone coming out of her shell and, like, actually going out and helping someone finding a new friend in mm-hmm. a way that like you know originally she would not have been able to do correct uh we head into chapter 23 i'm still is the name of her yes, song that is queendom correct. is lonzo's song mm-hmm. and i'm still is mia's yes uh i's trying to you know deal with all her feelings regarding everything that's been going on lately um shiriko goes to the club tells them about stuff that's happening as well I and Karen have a discussion about how Lanju and Setsuna are kind of like very different from each other in terms of like how they perform, but they are able to put on these like very wild and just excellent shows that no one else can do. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to figure out how do we ascend to that level essentially. So I kind of comes up with this idea of like, let's put each, put both groups in competition with each other and see who's best. And that way we will be able to perform against them. We'll compete against them. And and maybe we'll we'll be able to figure out like who's the better idol essentially. Mm-hmm. So she basically comes up with this idea. She calls everyone together and is like, "Hey, this is what I want to do. 
the club basically has to come has to also come together and be like okay do we want to do this or not where right. some of them do some of them don't um setsuna kasumi shizuku and rena are like we'll we'll join this tournament whereas aimu kanata and emma decide they don't they don't want to i think emma's like the first one is like no i don't want to do this which makes sense for emma mm-hmm. but they're gonna it's help like, the others oh, get yeah. prepared for the tournament it would also skew pretty hard towards the club if they all agreed to do it so yeah true so they uh they both work together to create the show the the association and the club kind of come together for a brief bit uh karen tries to talk to emma before the event and it's not good which is sad because they're like besties before this because they haven't really been able to talk much because of the whole splintering of the group right and then they try karen's like hey what's going on this is like this is a very awkward situation not going well Nope. Karen tries to talk to Kasumi about it and doesn't. Which, that's an interesting combo. Yeah. Doesn't really help a lot. But she decides, like, oh, I, I need to show Emma my feelings through this performance that I'm going to have later on. Uh, I decides that she wants to do a training camp with Karen to prepare for the event, which leads to things later on in the season, obviously. Yep. And then at the end, IMU, Kanata, and Emma host a draft to show to create the matchups and everything which eventually end up being rena taking on i shizuku taking on lanzu kasumi versus karen and setsuna versus shiriko uh i defeats rena in their matchup lanzu defeats shizuku but shizuku very much was like adamant like i want to face lanzu yeah because like i was in the association with her i want to see how much i've grown since then and i want to be able to see how i stack up against her mm-hmm. kasumi defeats karen which Karen was not expecting. Yeah, she's like, how did I lose this? What is going on? And Kasumi's like, I'm cute. That's how. But it's like, I think it's also like a very close vote. Yeah. But Kasumi is able to pull it off in the end. And Setsuna defeats Shiriko because it's Setsuna. Yeah. They uh, take a lunch break in between after the first round and go over everything that's been happening. Um, Mia and Lanju also visit the club. And Mia talks about how she's confused why Lanju wants to be in this tournament when it's like doesn't really mean anything mm-hmm. we can move into the second round where Setsuna defeats I which really kind of breaks down I as well because I really wanted to beat Setsuna like that's her goal that was her goal going into this was I want to face Setsuna and I want to beat her yep like that's been her goal since the very mm-hmm. beginning is that yeah. she wanted to defeat or be better than Setsuna in her eyes and she yeah. still can't do it. So like you get the one CG of her just like with tears in her eyes. I'm like, oh no. Mm-hmm. Poor girl. Uh Lanju goes up against Kasumi and, and wins as well, which leads up to the Lanju and Setsuna final matchup, which Lanzu eventually ends up winning. And everyone's like, Yay, this was a fun time. And Karen's like, oh, I don't know about this. <laughs> this was not very fun. This is not very fun. That leads us into chapter 25. 25? Uh, Setsuna and you go over to help Shiriko with student council work, and they're like, hey, what's going on with Karen? She seems real brooding and not good. Yeah. <laughs> she Karen basically kind of like doubles down on practicing a lot, and she's like, I gotta make myself better. Gotta make myself better. Like, if I look, if I compare myself against Setsuna or Lanzu, like, I am not as good as them. I need to be better. I gotta do this. Which is not healthy. Nope. Uh, Emma goes to see Karen because she's like concerned about her and is like, 
hey, is everything going, to what? going okay? And then Karen, like, pushes her away because she's very stressed out. And yeah. she clearly doesn't mean to, but, like... I mean, it's it's hurtful regardless yeah. of whether she meant mm-hmm. to or not. Like, it, it was... Her emotions got the best of her. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it's going to hurt mm-hmm. regardless. Karen immediately is just like, oh, that's not what I wanted to do. That's... <laughs> oh, no. Whoops. And basically, just like, I'm not going to go to school because I can't emotionally go there. I'm not prepared to do it. I can't face Emma right now. Yeah. So, Emma's also upset because she feels like she hurt Karen. And essentially, Kanata has to step up and be like, all right, I need to fix things with these two. I got to figure out what's going on. Bring them back together because this is not going well. I got to wake up long enough to do this. <laughs> yes. So... Kanata kind of like listens to Emma. She goes out and seeks Karen and is like, hey, we're going to go to this live show of Haruka's and, you know, get you to just kind of get out of your head a little bit to see what an idol show can be without all this pressure on you. And then Karen's like, oh, wow, I've been acting real stupid lately. What have I been doing? I need, can I go be by myself? And Kanata's like, no, no. we're going other place. <laughs> they go to this little park and they see Emma like hanging out with some kids. And Emma just, like, sings a song for them, and Karen's like, oh, my God, this is so good. <laughs> and Emma notices notices her, and they embrace again. And then afterwards, they, they all go out and, like, have food and chat about, like, you know, what they want to do with their future, what their ambitions are, being idols and everything. Mm-hmm. Essentially, it's, you know, get, get everything back on the right track. Choo-choo. Catch up as well. Yes. Uh, Karen does her own show afterwards where she's able to kind of show off these emotions to everyone and use like, yo, she's so good. She's great. What a great girl. I love all of you. Yep. (laughs) That's the you way. It's true. Uh, Chapter 26. Kaoruko, Shiriko's sister returns and Shiriko's like, oh no. Oh no. (laughs) She, uh, she's coming back to be like a teacher essentially. Yeah, I think she's like a teaching assistant, isn't yeah. she? She also announces she's making this big event where they're going to have representatives from each school that are voted on by the students and everything, and they're all going to come together and compete against each other at the end. So mm-hmm. both groups are getting prepared for these auditions that are going to be held later on down the road. Uh, you helps Kaoruko, like get ready for the event, do like logistics and all that sort of stuff. And then Kaoruko sends them both, both groups off to a training camp. She's like, go prepare. <laughs> Work together. Uh, this is also where they had the last training camp in the intermission, mm-hmm. which you wasn't there for, but now she gets to be here for one. Yay. Everyone's just like, oh, God, ghosts are going to be here. The association members are like, huh? Huh? <laughs> what are you talking about? Ghosts? Um, the first day's training regimen that Kaoruko gives them is like very exhausting. They have to figure out who can cook, which basically just it winds down to being hey Kanata cook food for us yeah Kanata can cook and that's about it <laughs> that's all we need uh Karen please keep setting out of the kitchen yes Karen and I do their own little performance because they've been practicing together and everyone's like that was really good also I don't know if we need to do this as solo idols this like, what if we do something like they're doing and everything so basically the rest of the club kind of splits off into two groups where Emma gets Kanata Kasumi and Rina forms them into a group and then Aimu, Setsuna, and Shizuku team up together which obviously these are the Nijigasaki subunits 
Yes. But they are implementing them into the story, which is also a first for a Love Live franchise, because usually these subunits are just kind of ignored, except right. for like they're, little Easter eggs here and there. Side stuff. Mm-hmm. But no, these are like canon subunits now. Yeah, and they even like name drop the actual the actual names later on in the season as well. So like it's super official. Yep. So they uh they they splinter off into these subunits and everything, and they talk to you about it, and they're like, "Hey, do you want? Can you write songs for us?" And he's like, "I mean, yeah, but like I haven't really wrote group songs before, and I don't really know how to do that. So yes, but I uh, this might be tough." I also think it's funny, just as a side note, that Ayumi Setsuna and Shizuku are like, um, well, I guess everybody else teamed up, so do you guys want to be <laughs> a group? Because we're all that's left. Like, like, they really right. just have no, like, real reason other than, well, everybody else did, so let's just be our own group. Yep. It was funny. Uh, you has a hard time kind of figuring out how to write these songs she goes off and like walks on the beach trying to like clear her mind and everything but still just very like Ugh. she goes back and tries to sleep doesn't is unable to sleep and runs into mia who's like able to like hey let's talk this out i'll help you figure out exactly what how to do group songs and everything give you kind of a new perspective on composing and all this sort of stuff and you can tell me about how you compose because i still understand it yep uh, you's able to eventually write these songs because of Mia's help, and then training camp ramps up. Yay! Ramps training up. camp ramps up. Uh, chapter twenty-seven is a whole lot of Shiriko trying to figure out her relationship with her sister. Yeah. Because she feels like they are just the complete opposite from each other and cannot handle her. She's like, I don't know what to do. I mean, they kind of are. So yes. Um, she's also beginning to like kind of struggle at practice because of Karen and I's performance, and she's starting to like, I don't know how do I compare myself to them uh, uh Kaoruko shows up at the association is like her and Lonzu are like yelling a bunch of advice to Shiriko and Shiriko's like can't handle this I'm out of here I gotta go nope. and she just flees to the club <laughs> yep where she sees Kanata and Haruka together and she's like oh wow they're actually closest sisters that's weird I don't understand that so she kind of explains to everyone like how she feels about Kaoruko is like yeah we're just very different from each other I don't know how to fix this or if it's fixable or what what I should do so essentially everyone kind of comes together is like all right we're gonna take you on a sister meeting <laughs> sister meeting so they grab everyone that has sisters from Muse and Aqua as well and just they all go to a diner and like all right Shiriko let's talk about sisters <laughs> let's talk about sisters it's really funny it's really good uh, Kanata afterwards is like, hey, do you want to come over to my place? You know, you can beat Haruka. We can give you some advice on how to deal with the situation and, you know, cook you a nice meal. So nice. Shiruka's like, yeah, cool, I'll do that. Uh, nice. Essentially afterwards, she ha she kind of realizes, like, okay, I need to tell her, tell Kaoruka how I feel, and I need to find a way to do that. So she goes to you for more advice and you's like, hey, why don't we collaborate with the association? We'll make you a new song. We'll put those feelings out there into the world. And that way you can show your sister how you feel via performance and everything. Mm -hmm. So everyone's like, cool, we'll do that. Um, they're setting up for her live show and everything. And Lon, she was like, oh, why don't you do all this crazy lighting? You could be like doing a trapeze act in the sky and everything. You could do all this wild stuff. And she was like, no, I can't do that. I know. Nope. Definitely nope. cannot do that. I'm not you. 
And Lonzo the whole time is like, no, you can. I I know you. You're my best friend. Like, I believe you could do this. Why don't you think you could do this? And she was like, no, I can't do this. I'm not you. And Lonzo keeps kind of like pushing the issue and pushing the issue. And she eventually is like, no, stop. Leave me alone. I need to figure this out myself. And then Lonzo's like, I'll oh. Do it my way. You're also just going to think I'm special, aren't you? Okay, well, I'm just going to leave. Goodbye. Everyone's like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Shiriko has her performance. She starts talking about stories with her and her sister and everything, and then goes into her new song. And then afterwards, Kawaii Canaria. Yes. And afterwards, Kawaii like, wow, that was really good. Um, I didn't realize you had all these feelings bottled up inside you. We should probably fix that. <laughs> we, we should probably should. sort this out. We should probably have a little chat. Yeah. So they're able to kind of patch things over. Good for them. And kind of like start anew, essentially. Uh, chapter 28, Lonju didn't show up to the this, this show. Mm-hmm. And essentially she's like, yeah, I'm leaving. I'm out. I'm disbanding the association. I'm leaving Nijigasaki. I'm done. She does this and doesn't really tell anyone. Yep. And then the association members come to the club and they're like, hey, we can't get a hold of Lanju. Uh, Something's wrong. Can you help us? And the rest of the club members are like, yeah, but also like we really don't know her, so... We gotta. We're gonna need help as well. <laughs> um, Lanju kind of just like walks the streets and is like reflecting on her time. She remembers. <laughs> yes, the Charlie Brown music plays in the background. <laughs> she t- she kind of re- like reflects and remembers about like going to the, the school idol festival and seeing everyone perform, especially Nijigasaki at the end, and being just completely awestruck by them and being like, "Oh, I want to perform with them. I want to be friends with all of them. I want to be that. I want to do that." And then once she gets to the school, she kind of just tries to do that, but is very just overt about it and just tries to steal everything, but Mm -hmm. unaware of that she's doing, like, not the way that she should be doing things. She's self-sabotaging by trying to do it in this, like, very over-the-top, obsessive way. Yes. She she does a final show and then just stops coming to school. And after the show, everyone's like, oh, that was so good, man. It'd be awesome if we could perform with her. That'd be awesome. And then afterwards, they're like, oh, she's going back to Hong Kong. That's not good. Nope. So they go and head off and talk to the chairwoman, which is her mom. Yep. They're like, hey, what's going on? And her mom kind of explains things. So they're like, all right, we got we to gotta stop her from leaving. We got to do this. So Mia comes up with this idea of like, I'm going to make a new song that's going to basically force her to stay. She's going to hear it and be like, I have to stay and do this song. And the idea is that she wants to do a song with Lanju and Shiriko as well. So they're going to do like mm-hmm. a trio song, essentially. And in order to do that, she basically is like, all right, I need everyone's help. Tell me your memories of Lanju. I will put them into the song. That way, you know, when she hears it, she'll be overcome with emotion and she'll rush back to us. So they send her the song. Mm-hmm. Lanju doesn't listen to it. Nope. They still can't find her. Nope. They also learned, hey, she's leaving like today. <laughs> yep. She's on the plane. <laughs> and then, so she's on the plane just waiting. She's like, oh, I'm very wistful about things. It's probably the right time to go. She finally decides, hey, I'm going to listen to the song. Mm-hmm. She'll listen to the song and she's like, oh, crap. <laughs> this is good. Yep. Oh, my God. Um, so everyone rushes to the airport to try to stop her, but the plane's taken off. There's bad weather and everything, so they're like, oh, 
we failed. But they don't realize that the bad weather diverted her plane back. So she's yep. back in the airport waiting for her plane to take off again. And she runs into everyone and they're like, where were you? Why did you leave? <laughs> she's like, huh? And like everyone is very just like, oh, you're back. Yay. She's like, huh? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Why are you guys like me now? I have friends. <laughs> friends. Friends. And Shiriko and Mia are just like, hey, we're going to perform the song together. You're not leaving. She's like, okay. So they go back to school and perform the song, uh, Monster Girls. And everyone's, really good song. everyone's hunky-dory. I will say, like, we get an explanation here on, like, some of Lanzu's character and motivation. I do think that the, like... I am so perfect at everything and I can't make friends because of it is a little contrived and kind of lame. Yeah. Like I, I think that like if they had established it in a way that like she had a hard time making friends and that now she has like some kind of like influence and reach and obviously the money to do it that she like has been trying to like buy friends and it's been failing. I think that would have been more compelling and interesting than just I'm too perfect for everybody. But I think as well, she's just delusional. Well, yeah, she is definitely delusional. No, like in the fact that like she thinks everyone is her friend regardless. So yes. like she comes here, she's like, all right, I'm going to make this association. They're all going to be my friends. Everything's fine. Yeah. She doesn't realize like selfishly like, oh, I'm doing these just weird and bad things that are going to push people away because why wouldn't people want to be friends with me? Right. I'm this cool. And essentially she always assumes that she's friends with everyone. Even like, she doesn't really assume she's friends with you. Um, but everyone else she's friends with and everything. She's not friends with me? What? I know. How dare she? I know. So like once she kind of goes through her transformation on the plane and everything and kind of realizes, oh, I was kind of an Yeah. I kind of did some things that like yeah. once everyone kind of comes back and is like, hey, you're back and everything. She's kind of like awestruck because she's like, oh, people actually kind of actually do care about me because like she's she's delusional in the fact that like you know she wants everyone to be friends and thinks that's the case but also has this realization that like i'm genuinely pushing people away through my actions and that's real bad no wonder people don't want to be around me like mm -hmm. because i have a terrible attitude about things and i i make everything just about myself so of course people Very are going to leave me yes so like i agree with you that like it is kind of contrived but i think there is like some nuggets here and there to make it like not super cliche or just tropey for the sake of being tropey yeah i mean there's some good there i think it just could have been polished totally 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 was. i think it, it kind of just gets rushed because we run into the end of the season yeah 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 definitely mm -hmm. so yeah that leads us to the penultimate chapter chapter 29 Everyone's like, wow, that show was awesome. Whoa, cool Whoa. show. And then afterwards, uh, Lanzu is very confused because she doesn't understand you. Because she's like, no. I've been real bad to her. Yet she keeps coming up to me and be like, yo, your performance was awesome. It was all really cool and everything. And like, yep. Why would she be like this? <laughs> so she, gonna, she goes off and talks with Ayumu about this. And Ayumu's like, I mean, that's just you. She really loves school idols. So, like, of course she's going to be, like, a fan of yours and everything. And Lonji's like, oh. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. She loves school idols, too? I also love school idols. Whoa! What? 
Uh, Lanju does another solo performance where she officially disbands the association, and then afterwards she brings uh, all the other association members with her. It's like, hey, we're joining the club now. <laughs> yep. Yay. Yay. So we get that that whole situation's resolved, and now everyone's like, all right, we got to get these school idol exhibition auditions ready and everything. So all of the groups kind of come together and work, despite you know them being different subunits and everything, and they're going to be competing with each other. Mm-hmm. They all work together because they want to put on the best performances that they can. All the while, you kind of has this like nagging feeling in the back of her head, like, am I actually doing things that help people? Am I contributing to this group? Should I be the president of it? Like, what am I doing here, essentially? I'm not actually a school idol, so am I the right person to be leading this? And- yes. So she keeps having those thoughts and just prevailing in her head, and she finally talks to Ivy about it, and they both kind of just like talk about how you brought her into the world school idols and everything and how I am. You really just wanted to be a school idol. Cause you was like, Hey, I'll be your fan and everything. They have like just a big conversation about all that happening. And then the rest of them kind of come together and talk to her about it. And they're like, Hey, you are very important to us. If you weren't here, we would not be as good as we are. Like we want you around. So she kind of comes to kind of comes to the conclusion like, okay, what I'm doing is also school idol activities. I'm I'm working with them. I deserve to be here. Like I should be here with them. Mm-hmm. Um. So they do. They go through the auditions and everything. Some friends of theirs show up, which is like I think I's friend and Emma's friend show up. Yeah. And they uh they do all their performances. This chapter was interesting because like halfway through it was like, are they going to do? Are they going to give themselves an excuse to make? you an idol right so they could have hinaki do stuff more do more stuff yep. put her in the game essentially um but then afterwards there's like no we're not going to it's, i i think i would have been fine either way yeah i'm i think i'm more surprised that they stuck to their guns and were like no we're not gonna make this character school idol i am too because they have an actress for her mm-hmm. and they're not doing anything with her they have an actress for her, who, an actress who can sing. Yeah. And he can do all the stuff that everyone else does. Mm-hmm. So I was I was like, you know, at this point, like, sure, go ahead and do it. But yeah. they were like, nah, we're not going to. Yeah. It's interesting. It is. I, I'm, I'm sort of bummed because I would have liked to have her more incorporated rather than mm-hmm. just in the anime. Um, And this is me purely just wanting more of the voice actress. Than yeah, totally. Anything else, really. I mean, if you talk to those girls, they will tell you there's 13 members of Nijigasaki, so... Right. Like, they've... I know, like, a lot of the stuff uh, Hinoki does is, like, the anime stuff, but, like, I mean, they've done, like, they've went out together with, like, uh, Bowie P, who's not in the Mm -hmm. anime, but they've all, like... They all kind of come together, like, hey, we are all part of this group, so... Right. I think at some point they'll eventually do something that kind of clashes these two universes together more so whether it's sure with will. season two of the anime adding these characters or what but also i think at some point they just kind of have to yeah to make it not just weird and segmented right but yeah that leads us to the season finale chapter 30 as we get the post audition performance stuff where everyone's like yeah we had a really good time and everything but like who do we vote for <laughs> Yeah. They were all good. <laughs> Very confused. Uh Lanzu, as the new member of the group, wants to get closer to everyone. She really wants to be friends with Kasumi. 
She Which is re- hilarious. She really wants her. She really wants Kasumi to call her senpai. Kasumi's yep. like, I don't know, but in the like, but it'll be really cute. <laughs> and Kasumi's like, oh. She also gives uh, um, Mia uh, a, a nickname that's like Miyako, mm-hmm. and at first she's like, eh, I don't know, and then um, she realizes like, oh, it matches Rina's nickname. So yeah, I'm fine with it. Yep. This is cool. <laughs> now we're 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 buddies. Yep. It's cute. Mm-hmm. I love how attached she is to Rena. Yeah, it's real good. It's really, really cute. I mean, like, it, it, it's it's neat how it's not Rena. Like, Rena is obviously her friend, but like Mia is the one who's like, I want to hang out with Rena. I want to be around her. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited to have a matching nickname with her. Like, it, it's it's somebody else pursuing Rena instead of Rena having to pursue a friendship, which is how I was in the beginning, and yep. I. I I really appreciate that these people are like, this girl rules, and I'm happy to be friends with her. <laughs> it's wonder, cute. I wonder how they're going to mesh Mia into like the year groups because technically she is a second year. She's a second year, but she's friends with Rena. So like, will she mesh more with like the first years? Because like she's younger, so like she would mesh more with that age group than yeah. the second years. So like that's gonna be interesting. Like they're already kind of pushing Lanzu into the third years because that would make sense, obviously. Yes. So I wonder what they do with Mia, per, per se. I'm going to guess that she hangs out more of the first years. Yeah. I mean, her and Kasabi always are just giving each other shit, so it would make a lot of sense. Right. And she's friends with Rina, mm-hmm. and like Rina and Kasumi and Shizuku all hang out anyway. So. Yeah. And she knows Shizuku now, so from the association. True. So there's that. So yeah, that was a fun thing. I, I really like how Kasumi's like, oh, I've got her wrapped around my finger now. And then like, someone else is like, I don't think that's the case here. Yeah, nope. <laughs> Nope. I think it's the other way around. <laughs> yep. Um, you kind of also comes to the decision like I don't really want any of the other group. I want I don't want one group to win over the other, so I don't know what to do. <laughs> I want to let me let me figure out a thing. Like, what do I? What do school idol fans like about school idols? Like collectively, this is, this is also where the the subunit names are name dropped. Yes. Because they're like, hey, you're gonna vote for this one, right? You're gonna vote for this one. It's like, uh, I can't vote for any of them. I don't know that I'm going to vote. I mean, there's also voice lines that also, I think, name drop yes. them as well. Correct. But yes, it is around this time where they're like, let's just throw them in this text message exchange. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you kind of is like, all right, I'm going to study up and research. Like, why do people like school idols? What makes them tick? Maybe I'll throw it into a song or something. So she goes and talks with Ai's friend Misato, you know, talking about Ai and everything about how eyes change through being a school idol and everything how she's like you know pushing herself forward in a way that she hadn't before and how also she kinda, was like devastated when she lost mm-hmm. the set she's kind of she's making herself more vulnerable in a way that she wouldn't before but it's mm-hmm. also helping her become you know a better idol and a better person mm-hmm. uh she talks with uh the the people that work with shiriko i forget what their titles are but she talks with them and then she eventually runs into Setsuna, who's like, hey, I'm going to go see a Sentai movie with my mom. And this he's is like, so cute. cool, wait, with your mom? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I actually, I told my parents the stuff I like and everything. And now I'm an idol and all this stuff. And they were like, cool, we'll support you. And I was like, awesome. So they're like, you know, more accepting of things. And that's rad. And I feel like real good about it. Got this weight off my shoulders and everything. It's awesome. I was so happy for mm-hmm. her. I was so happy. She looked so pleased that like she could just be herself now. And yep, it 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 was really great because like it's obviously been something that's bothering her. Like mm-hmm. we've seen that in her like side stories and all. But 
like this was a very freeing moment for Setsuna that I think is an important thing for her. Yeah, definitely. Also, she forgets what time it is and you's like, hey, don't you have to go beat your mom? She's like, oh, no! Uh, I gotta go see this movie! I gotta go! Uh, you also mentioned how she's gonna go meet my Emma's friend and Emma's like, hey, why don't we go to her her photo studio? We'll all get a new picture for the club. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, let's make it into a big poster. Put it on the wall. Frame it. And they're like, I don't think we can make a frame that big. Nope. We don't have the room for that. Nope. Can't do that. So yeah, they all head there. They're all talking about where they're gonna position themselves in the photo and do cool poses. And Rain's like, I have to be in front. I'm short. You will not see me if I'm in the back. Mood. <laughs> so you takes this opportunity to talk with my while they're all setting up and everything. And they have a chat about Emma and how Mai's experience with being an idol and how she was able to pass on a song and all this sort of stuff and how that resonates with her as being a former idol and now a fan. Now she can describe that story to, to you who can now describe that story to others, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aimu essentially blabs about what you've been doing because you talks to Aimu about it. And she mm-hmm. tells the others and they come up to her like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> you uh, you trying to write a song about feelings? You know how you uh, figure out songs for us? You interview us. Detailed interviews. We're going to do that to you now. <laughs> yep. They're like, it's very embarrassing. And you was like, no, it's not that embarrassing. And then like, it cuts to afterwards. She's like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. Yep. <laughs> how did I, how do I do this to you guys? Ah. Uh... Ah. But uh, essentially that helps her figure out, like kind of wrap up the song and put a little, put a boo on it. The boo. Uh, IMU stops by Yu's place and helps her out with the song for a little bit before going back home. She's like, don't stay up late. Work out on the song. And he's like, I won't. And it's like, next day, all right, I finished the song. Oh, no, it's morning. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to send this a crash out. Yep. She's just like, all right, I'll send this. And then I'm going straight to sleep. Nice. And then, like, a few hours later, she just hears her phone constantly going off. And it's like, huh? And you just see the reactions from everyone being like, oh, my God, this song rules. We got to go to the school and talk about it. And then she's like, oh, I got to get up and go to the school. <laughs> all right she goes she like walks in the club room and i think emma's like hey did you sleep at all and he was just like not really <laughs> but no. i'm here so yeah they're they're all very excited about it they want to hear it they want to all perform it together and they're like but wait we can't perform it together because that would defeat the whole purpose of the exhibition and the voting and everything what if we just do that anyways who cares yeah if they disqualify us they disqualify us oh well we will show them how we're, we will show them through the song what Nijigasaki is all about. Mm-hmm. So they show up to the the exhibition performance thing to show off who's going to be the the group representing Nijigasaki and Kaoru. Who's like, all right, who'd you guys pick? And you basically like, all right, look on stage. And it's like all of them there. She's like, huh? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> and uh, they perform their new song with all twelve members. L, L, L. They took an L on that one. Love the life we live. Which is a really good song. Yes, it's real fun. It's really, really fun. So they perform that and everyone's just like, whoa! That rule! <laughs> As they should. Kaoruku's ecstatic about it. She's like, yeah, totally. You guys can all be the reps. That's cool. Yep. I'm for it. And I'm then, into it. And then she explains to you, like, hey, she's like, 
here's why I wanted to do this because I want more people to be school idol fans. And then you guys kind of just came in and were like, here's how to be a school idol fan and why people should be school idol fans. And like, whoa, <laughs> cool. And then at the end, you kind of monologues about the events of everything that just happened over the, the course of the season, I should say, not just like the last chapter. Immediate, yeah. Yeah. And just like, here's everything that happened. It was wild and everything. But at the end of the day, we came together and did it. Yay. And then after the performance, everyone's just relaxed and chilled in the club room. Cosby's like, why is everyone so relaxed? What's going on? <laughs> President, you, you're not relaxed too, are you? Kasavi, uh, it's good to be here. No! <laughs> but they all are like, all right, you know, it's we can relax for this moment, but also we have a lot of work ahead of us to do because we have yep. the actual event coming up. Yep. So we got to make a PV for this. We got to get this song down and everything. We got to practice. practice. Also, we're going up against not only just the, the a lot of squidles from around the country, we're going up against Muse and Aqua as well. <laughs> Yep. So we gotta be on our our the tip top of our game. Yep. And that's how we end this season. Man. I think that's gonna be fun for next season to put everyone in competition with each other. Because essentially, yeah, this I, is what I this whole so. story has been building to: is that Nijigasaki needs to find themselves as a group. Yep. And then eventually, they have to go up against the groups that have you know. What's the word I'm looking for? Inspired them. Mm -hmm. They have to prove if they're, you know, worthy of being in the same conversation as those two just mega groups. And I think it's the kind of thing that, like, you can really pull off in a game like this. Yeah. Like, it'd be much harder to do it in anime, although, like, you could do it. Yeah. You just have to make it, like, non-canon and fan servicey, which I will, uh, let's, let's talk about Dragon Ball here for a second. Oh, boy. There is an anime, I believe it is Dragon Ball Heroes, which I think is based off of a card game. So it's all just a bunch of like non-canon stuff, but it's a way for them to like put all of these characters from like different ages or different groups or just like different forms of characters all together in one show in a way mm -hmm. that like, you couldn't do in the actual main show. So like it's just a bunch of fan service essentially, but like it's a way to see like all these weird characters interact with each other that would never interact with each other. And I feel like that's kind of what we're going to be building towards with the next season where you would never see Aqua and Muse compete against each other. You would never see Nijikasake compete against either of these two groups. Right. And now we're going to get to see that. Nice. And I'm excited to see what that does for Nijikasake because obviously this is their story that we are being told. Right. And how this is going to do like how this is going to like, make them better or like make them find new ways to be better because obviously when you're going up against former love live champions mm -hmm. you have to be at the very best you yep. have to be at the top of the top of your of everything that you do yep can't slack nope and i'm real curious to see how that all goes especially because you know it's a 12 member group now yeah so is everyone still going to be able to get along? Are they all going to be able to mesh well? As long as you're going to calm down. Yeah. <laughs> and how is that going to work against these nine-member groups? Right. I think there's a lot of interesting storytelling that we can potentially see in season three. Mm -hmm. And I'm real excited to see where that goes. I 
I am also excited. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm just interested to see what's where it's going to go and what's going to happen here. Yeah. Because I legit have no idea. Like, I know we're going to go into this exhibition, but, like, I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, like, obviously the beginning of this was a curveball for Japan. It wasn't as big of a curveball for us because we saw the reaction. Um, but, like, that was a crazy way to start the the whole thing so like i'm i'm interested to see like what kind of shenanigans we're gonna get into next yeah i wonder if like because obviously muse and aqua were like very much on the outside looking in for season two like this is yes. very much the nijigasaki story this time like i wonder yep. if we're gonna go back and get more stuff with them in season three because we were building up towards this big event mm-hmm. so we'll need to see like what they're doing potentially or if it'll yeah. just be more Nijigasaki preparing and them kind of just popping up here and there. It's a good question. Yeah. Um. And also, like, how do you make all this happen without making people mad? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, And I'm not sure I know the answer to that at all because, like, if you have one of the older groups when... Somebody's going to get mad because, like, oh, what well, wasn't my older group? Well, I guess it depends on, like, what the the conditions are for this event. Correct. Like, if, is there, like, an overall winner or is it just, hey, we are showing off school idols? Right, right. I mean, it's it's a whole, like, question of what 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 is actually happening here at this exhibition. But Which, if it's an exhibition that implies that, like, this is not, like, a competition. Or, like, it's not a competition in the sake that, like, it's an official competition where people are going to be taking this very seriously. Where there's, like, a champion and everything. Like, it's just a, you know, it's a fun time where everyone yeah. gets to compete. But not, there's no real winner, per se. Which I think mm-hmm. I can see them doing that as a way to kind of subvert that. Not subvert that, but, like, get around the idea of like oh we have to make one of these three groups win and yeah. i think you can also do that as a way to show off like all right nijigasaki has been doing well in the la- you know growing as a group but once they go up against Muse Nakwa, they are still not ready and then the rest of the season is them really trying to push forth the effort of getting into that mindset and getting better and getting right. up to that top tier echelon yeah no that makes sense sorry i coughed on you who are you muta max God, I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> but yeah, I there's definitely a, a variety of ways you could go about this. I'm just very excited because I want to see these groups compete against each other. Yeah, I think a lot of people would say that's been a thing that they've wanted to see in this series for a long time. Yes, is to see like the big groups actually go up against each other and see how that goes narratively. Mm-hmm. So. A very intriguing time to see where they go for season three. Also, I guess we will see if there's an intermission again between season two and three. Ah, right. And what they do there, which that would make sense just to give a little a little break and here have some fan service fun stuff. Yeah. Before diving back into everything else. Some some more story and drama. More story and drama. So yeah. That is season two of School Idol Festival All Stars. Uh, Lanju and me are also will be will have already been added to the game by this point, I believe. Yeah. By the time you're hearing this, um, I definitely like the first thing that I did when I realized that they're like sort of in there already. So I was like, "What if I just starlight them now?" <laughs> and you can. You can, and it's fun. 
they uh, they also have uh, icons now. Yes. Which is cool. And they have the the new art. Mm-hmm. They are so. officially official. Like they're they're I guess for us later on, or I guess in this the morning, the morning mm-hmm. times, they are joining up with uh for a live stream. Oh wow! Really? With some of the other Niji gals. Cool. It is Mia, Rina, Ayumu, Emma, Shiriko, and Lanju. Oh wow! So I'm sure we'll have like some news coming out of that. I would I would assume, or at least some new stuff of All Stars and everything. But yeah, they are officially being welcomed into the group. Yay! Which is real cool. New friends. New friends. New friends. Um, I've also seen people like wondering if they're going to add more characters. I'm like, I don't know that I want more characters because this is already a lot to juggle. <laughs> but because of the way the menu is built, people seem to think that that is going to be the case. I mean, if, if for a gotcha game, you're going to want to yeah. cram as many characters as you want into this game. But yeah. also, I guess, like, I wonder as well, like, they'll eventually have to add Liella into this. Yeah. So maybe let's go that route. But uh, we will. Uh, we'll find out. We'll find out eventually. Eventually, not now. It's exciting to see. Exciting times. Exciting yes. to see. Yes. But yeah, that has been season two of School Idol Festival All Stars. We'll eventually come back and talk about season three and whatever else happens. Whenever that happens, mm-hmm. we'll figure that all out. Um, I will say that like all the new songs have been super good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like they're killing it. Like I wonder if the fact that there's a 12 person song now means that we're going to get a new album. Because I don't think that song's in the the Nutrios album. So I wonder what's going to, where that song is eventually going to end up. Yeah. Where is it going to land? Yeah. But yeah. Cool times. Yay. Cool times. But yeah. That's going to wrap this episode up unless you have anything else you want to say. No, I'm being stood on. Okay. We'll, we'll get out of here so you don't get squished too much. Uh, so yeah. If you would like more from us, head on over to seasonalanimecheckup.com or sac.cool is where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Jared and Al Watch. You also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you want more from Anladium, go to Anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. Or watch her on Twitch at twitch.tv slash M E Y D A L E N N A. Madalena, yeah. Spelling's hard. Spelling is hard, <laughs> especially because like You have to think you backwards. Get, you have to think backwards, and that's hard. So yeah, follow her there if you want to watch her do streams and whatnot. Chaos. Chaos. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Anime Checkup. You can buy our books, One Shining Moment, A Critical Analysis of Love, Life, Sunshine, and Hot Tubs and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash S-A-C-O-V-A. Buy us a slice of pizza, get access to unedited versions of the podcast early, and a whole wealth of bonus episodes as well. Next week will be an entirely new week and an entirely new well it'll already be an entirely new month by the time this comes out but yes it will be a new week we'll figure out what we're going to talk about that is true also happy birthday to my mom 
Happy birthday, Jared's mom.